We're live. We're live. And right, we're live. at last. Uh, so a false start. Yeah, never mind. We're never mind. at two, and then we have to cancel recording. <laughs> it gives a kind of an immediacy to it, uh, it making does. making total mess ups like that. So, but Mark, we are pros. We're not prone to mess ups. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're not at Seasoned. home to Mister Cockup, uh, mm. as Baldrick once, what? I think, said on which, Blackadder. Which what, which season was that? Uh, that was uh, the Tudor one, the, the second one. one. Yeah, Excellent. which one's and the best then, season of Blackadder? Uh, the, well, I, I'm, uh, the, the second one is is priceless, but the oh, third, yes. I like the third one because I'm a bit more interested in in the history of you know George the right. Third and all that kind of thing. Mm. But there we go. That's an, that's uh, for another time. But then, of course, at the end of the episode, Baldrick said, "Should I prepare the guest room for Mister Cockup?" Because it's all gone wrong. Ah. So we might be saying that Excellent. at the end. Prepare the guest room for Mister Cockup. But the guest we, office, perhaps, for yep. Doctor Cockup. We haven't. Well, we've messed up because we are the impact narrative. This is the impact narrative. We really feel that we are the impact narrative. We lost our our identities have been submerged in the impact narrative been consumed which like is him. yes exactly which is a, um, a regular if not weekly chance for you and me to talk about things which are interesting us in the news culture Indeed. sport etc current affairs world mm. random pontification lancaster naval gazing yeah that sort of thing so uh, without further ado, Simon, yes. And, and yes, uh, we talked last week at length about uh, happenings in the United yeah, Arab Emirates. I think we, we Emirates. got on our, our high horse a little bit last week. You did. I, I, I was kind of cantering behind you. Uh, yeah, I, I was quite angry. You were? With, with good reason, I think. Yeah. Very good reason. But this week we have slightly exciting news. Ah. Yeah. Everyone knows, of course, by now, Matthew Hedges has been released. He has been pardoned officially by... Um, and you would call that exciting? Well, he's free. Yes, that's exciting. Mm. Right. And under what terms was he released, Simon? Um, he was freed. He was pardoned. Well, he was pardoned, but the uh, the crime oh, was the, still, the crime still remains, alleged, as it was. He was pardoned. That's so not exciting, really, is it? Well, it's exciting in the sense it's that good. Is, it's positive. He is free. Mm. He is home. He is with his wife, and I think that scholars of the of the Gulf, scholars of the Middle East, scholars generally should be happy and relieved that that he's free. And in that sense, it's exciting. Right. But. Mm. Well, that was good. We lasted what two minutes yeah. of optimism, but but there are obviously still serious questions to be asked. There's a lot of issues with regard to the UK relationship with the UAE, which mm-hmm. has been seriously damaged. I would argue, not necessarily just officially, of course, but unofficially as well. I wonder mm. the extent to which there will be a drop off in in tourist figures. Mm. Well, we talked about that last week, but <clears throat> as fate would have it, because we talk about sports as well as politics, mm. and uh, we laugh at people who say that there is no immediate linkage between sport and politics. We do indeed. I was, uh, you know, um, not watching because I don't like uh, watching very boring things. But I was listening to bits of the Formula One ah. Grand Prix, Prix, and uh, funnily enough, it was in a place ooh, which had been in the news fairly ah, recently. Where was, where was that, Mark? Was it Abu Abu? Ah, Derby, right, and um, very interestingly, the the uh, there was the usual flood of celebs mm. who don't seem to have been terribly bothered about what was because that was before um, the uh, the release. The um, the or was it on the day of the release or the day before? Yeah, mm, yeah, I think yeah, it, was it was the, the day, day before. before. Yeah. yeah. 
Which is quite interesting, isn't it? It's almost as if the uh, Abu Dhabi, the, the regime didn't want people to say that the release was happening just so the Grand Prix would be a bit less... They, they timed it so that it wouldn't mm. be connected with the Grand Prix. But the commentators made not the slightest illusion, and the commentator I was listening to actually um, made several references to the attraction of uh, Abu Dhabi as a, a destination for tourists. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting, and you know, not with, with, without any even flicker of right. a reference to ongoing things. <laughs> very, very odd. <laughs> I, mean, I, I do wonder the extent to which this will have impacted on people because there was the there was an issue with a woman who had flown from I think it was from Manchester to Abu Dhabi on an on an Emirates flight. Emirates mm. being the the national airline, of course. And uh, there was an issue with her drinking alcohol. Mm. Anyone who's been on an Emirates flight will know that they serve alcohol. Indeed, but there are um, there are questions about its role within Emirati society. Mm. Much like other Gulf states, it's um, it's not in the public sphere. It's a grey area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that coupled with with the the Hedges case. It's going to cause a lot of people to think twice. Mm. But do you, do you think this um, incident with the uh, person on the plane may have got more publicity because of the ongoing hedges situation? Oh, this is, this is a long time ago. Oh, I see. Right, right. This, yeah. is, this is not recent. So you just dredged it up because so, yeah, uh, yeah. to reinforce to the... Yeah. Hammer home but, the point. But then, yeah. on the flip side, it's seven hours away from the the cold damp misery of uk and it's guaranteed Mm. sun and it's guaranteed heat yeah and so i guess it will it will reveal i guess the extent to which Mm. people's personal politics are are shaped or indeed yeah well the incident is now you know it's buried under all the brexit stuff or whatever but Mm. there are lasting implications that's what you're saying i mean it just seems that potentially yeah yeah, I mean, Mr. Hunt did, you know, seem to do it without making any major errors and seemed to, you know, finally, when the Foreign Office swung into mm. action, obviously the lesson is that they were trying not to take action in the hope that the thing would be smoothed over without their intervention. But when they did intervene, it had at least some effect. Yeah, I think so. I think there's there's a lot of criticism of the FCO because of of the way in which previous cases and indeed the start of this case had been handled though some were suggesting that uh, that the FCO didn't do enough mm. early on in the case of, of Matt Hedges and I can certainly see the the argument for that given that he was held he's been held since um, since April or May mm-hmm. so I think there's a strong criticism of that and mm. I don't think we should should ignore mm. the um, the, the the criticism there but of course there's also the the suggestion that well perhaps there were concerns about mr johnson oh right Another yeah you were going to mention regular, this uh, boris johnson remind me he's the guy who was on telly a lot wasn't he in his sort of comedian programs well have i got news for you mm. and he was foreign secretary for he a bit was. Like in between he, jobs the Lord, handled, mayor of uh, london and oh, yeah. uh, supreme commander of the universe or whatever he's lined up for next i think he's uh, chief host of fox news really uh, uh right yeah. well i mean that would be a good stepping stone to world domination mm. but the way he handled the uh zakari radcliffe ah, situation yes. right. was, was different pretty shoddy and Ooh. i think there was a concern by many that that he would not deal with the hedges case in 
in an appropriate manner, particularly mm. so given that the Emirates is, is ostensibly one of our key allies. So that he obviously was Foreign Secretary when mm. this all began. Ah, yes, right. So there's some concern there. Hmm. Unfortunately, for what reason? Well, the fact that he didn't do anything about it, and the fact that that there was concern that he would not have dealt with it in the right way. Hmm. Well, I think there's more than concern. There's a kind of uh, certainty that he would not have dealt with it in the right way. But um, This show holds no political views. Well, it doesn't, but it does hold personal, very strong <laughs> personal views. Mm. And, um, you know, we... Uh, I think uh, it's a safe personal view to hold, that one, to be honest, Mark. Yeah, well, I think there are reasons for it. It's not just a prejudice, which in my case lasts from the time when hmm. uh, this person was on Have I Got News For You and certain things were revealed about that person's background which um, make... On Have I Got News For You? Oh, no, 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 but by, by, by private eye. Like, I remember him um, going on Have I Got News For You that time where he was... Uh, a he lovable was buffoon, by any a chance. A lovable buffoon where he... Uh, I remember he said when he was hosting it, Get that man a coconut. Right, fries, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of all bizarre... Sort of colonial things. Well, the human mind is, a, you know, but his is so amply stocked with classical illusions and, mm. um, you know, coconut-type style. Of course. Uh, the other case, of course, was, was when he was, um, he was somewhat ambushed by Ian Hislop. Yeah, I don't think Ian Hislop likes him very much. Did no, not? No, no. But Ian Hislop was, uh, was getting them to play the tapes, or alluding to the tapes of, of him of with, Mr. With, Johnson. With... Yeah. The incident. The incident. Yeah. Of, uh, allegedly. Yes, 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 yes. Draw a veil over this was, very was quickly. That, um, was, did that go to trial? Was that. Uh, um, the, the, well, there certainly was a trial, but not of Mr. Johnson. Mm. But Mr. Johnson was mentioned honourably in dispatches. Anyway, but moving swiftly on. In the public domain for anyone who wants to go digging, but it, not for coconuts. Exactly. So, moving, on. moving yes, so seamlessly. The, um, the Emirati thing is done. Yeah, well, well, I suppose now we've talked about. He who must not be named. Uh, mm. We we could talk about Brexit. Well, I, mean, I wonder if we should talk a little bit just about something else. Well, yeah, I mean, we're not escaping Brexit, Mark. I'm sorry, but um, you mentioned the the Formula One race. Ah, yes. Sunday. Did you see or did you hear who else was there? Who else was in attendance? Ooh, uh, mm, no, Edmonds. He's elsewhere, I believe. Right. No, I, I, um, some people who drive cars? Possibly. Uh, Lewis Hamilton? I would hope so. I believe he won. Let's think. Somebody, a Bono. He's always there, isn't he? Bono? Bono. Bono? Where? Bono, Sting. Let's think of these people. Um, massive. Blackpool, Mark. This shouldn't be Bono. 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 I lad, Bono. Is it? Oh, well, Bono. Boo-hoo. <laughs> um, no, Mohammed bin Salman. Oh, yeah. His first official visit. Right. Excellent. Mm. Yeah, he would have found, you know, amongst kindred spirits. Bono. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and other people with uh, stains on humanity. Indeed. Uh, Although uh, the first album, the first two albums, 11 o'clock TikTok is a much underrated track. Right. Mm. Anyway, but not by... Any members no. of the Saudi royal family, but, but I'm sure he they. Was on his uh, his first official visit, mm-hmm. directed by the king, mm-hmm. and uh, I think there are there are far worse places to go than than to Abu Dhabi. Really? Yeah, I think okay. so. For, for mm-hmm. Mohammed bin Salman, there are. 
Right. Oh, yes. A yeah. Very comfortable first trip for him. Good. Oh, well, I hope that, you know, mm. and, and uh, well, but he did sit next to Putin, didn't he? Or was that his dad? I didn't see In the that. World Cup. Oh, in the World Cup. That, that was him. That yeah, was, yeah, yeah, yeah. With Gianni Infantino. So he's been he's been around. With Gianni he's not sitting got a, in the middle and the two of them laughing and... He's got a global vision. Global Saudi Arabia, mm. they call it. Mm. Ah, that's evoking memories of... Yeah, but anyway, so where were we? We were talking about... Mohammed uh, bin Salman yes, and... Um, yeah, the yeah, Formula One. The fallout from the Hashoji affair that yeah. rumbles on. Turkey is now investigating some villas that were rented, I believe, by a couple of, of prominent Saudi officials in Turkey. Right. They're, they're still looking for the body. Yeah. And Turkey is banging the drum of a... Um, of a desire to champion justice. There's a particular drum with champion of justice written on it. But there's a badge that one gets if one champions it hard enough. You could have said, it would be snappier to say, banging the drum of justice or banging the drum of human rights. Because you could imagine a drum mm. of human rights. I'm sorry to draw, you know, cliches are fine, but they need That's to be snappy. Cliches. It, well, exactly, I love them, but, but make it snappy. Anyway, so... so the, banging the uh, the drum. The drum. Well, somebody has, to, of drum. somebody has to bang it. Uh, I mean, what is the use of a drum if nobody's banging it? Well, you can kick it. It's I in guess. the way. It's but a bit like that box of you. Oh, well, you've taken the box away. I've moved the box. Right. The Arsenal box. No, oh, that box. No, the other box. This is a this this is a strange episode. Let's it, go it really from. Is. Are you going for the Khashoggi thing? I, I was going for the Khashoggi thing just to, mm. to point out that Turkey is banging the drum, being a oh. champion of, <laughs> of, of human rights. But let's not forget they are responsible for detaining mm-hmm. a huge number of journalists, a huge number of academics, yeah. everyone who seems to be championing free speech, banging yeah. a different drum. So in know. a way, they're blowing the French horn of hypocrisy. They are indeed, or the trombone of hypocrisy, I believe. Mm, yeah, maybe um, mm. a core anglais of hypocrisy, but <laughs> oh, it sounds things. sweet, but really the menace underneath well, it. Yeah, if you've heard someone learning it from the start, yeah, it's not. Well, I know that you play. He plays every instrument ever invented, including the drum. I think. Indeed, the drum indeed, of justice is your. Drum. Yeah. Yeah. And, anyway. Um, yeah, it's just something that I thought should be pointed out, the fact that mm. there is this this narrative that Turkey is championing the Hashoji affair because of its desire for freedom and human rights. And, yeah. And that's this, and that's... Mm. that's it doesn't gel particularly well with aspects of the mm. regime's record, should we say. But who are we to chastise anyone for these things so uh, uh, so Brexit and Boris Johnson or whatever the other thing that I just want to raise just very quickly before we can segue into Brexit for a big finish okay is the G20 oh yes which is starting Mm. and I guess by the time this goes out um, people will be making their way uh huh. Let's hope so. We'll wish them all God- Godspeed. Indeed, and um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that how that all pans out. Yeah, and that was all you were going to say. Well, because there's going to be lots of friendly discussions and lots of scope for certain people to make mm. interesting observations on Twitter. Indeed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> see if, if if an alleged meeting between Mohammed bin Salman. And, um, and Mr. Erdogan takes place. Oh, right. Which that could would be, be very interesting. Yeah, I'd like to be a locust on the wall in that. Mm. <clears throat> but the other thing is, is, a, uh, is that's a, a different cliche. It's a variation on cliche. Is, it, is, there? is there a British representative going to the G20? Um, well, maybe Bono for mm. Ireland. Right. But he speaks for everyone. 
He does. He is the world. He is the people. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was wrong. Bono couldn't do it. But um, I'm sure other people are available. Lewis Hamilton, others uh, we've mentioned. Sting. Sting. Well... It would be nice. Well, Paul McCartney, he's still kicking arms. <laughs> he is indeed. But um, the other thing is, there's a chance that Trump might talk to the Chinese, which is dangerous, isn't it? But there might. This is would mm. be the right forum for the deal. You know, tensions, trade things to be discussed. But I, I did see there was a rumor that the that there wasn't going to be any talk. But I think in Trump's case, the probably that means there probably will be talk right. or tweet at least. Yeah. Mm. And Mr. Trump's gone very quiet. Of course, he banned, in the name of free speech, banging the drum of free speech, he banned the guy from CNN for uh, press conferences, which, of course, is doing a tremendous favour to the guy from CNN, because, you know, being at the press conferences is just, you just all you do is look at Twitter. Hmm. Uh, but, um, but then he unbanned him. He's been unbanned. The now. courts un- unbanned, yeah. Ooh. So, uh, the unelected Obama-style judiciary. Well, POTUS must not be happy with that. No, I'm sure not, but um, the the judiciary is, uh, you know, another... He's got scores to settle there, one Ah, way or another. So, watch this space, then. Yeah, Congress, judiciary... People. Yeah, the people there are a bit troublesome. Mm. So, Brexit. Brexit. Let's get it over with. So, so this time last week, I think I was saying that Mrs May was going over the heads. Of the, that's a cliche that everyone has now adopted. I was doing it in interviews on, from the moment she started doing it. Mm. Over the heads of the politicians, trying to get MPs to come under pressure to change their minds. Um, absolutely no chance of that happening. Uh, because, and this is the thing, even before anyone had read the draft of the withdrawal agreement or the political, well, the political statement hadn't actually been negotiated, people said, we're not going to vote for this. Mm. And although changing your mind is, you know, perhaps an underrated thing, uh, a lot of these MPs did really nail their colours firmly to the drum of the mast. They did. Cliche, the cliche count, uh, and we and, and a list uh, of them. So, yeah. and that's on December the eleventh. So we'll have to have a program, a special, a Brexit oh, special we'll, about that. We'll be doing a live impact uh, narrative, I think. Right. Well, that's. I think that would be a, a, the proper thing to do. And um, yeah, so, so she's she's been yesterday. She was in Scotland. She's going on a road tour, typical of Theresa May's road trips. They mm. don't involve meeting any people, but no, giving no. a speech in a particular place and then a motorway service station. That that sort of uh, yeah the common touch and oh, yeah, all that, but uh, you know I mean her fortitude is absolutely unbelievable. But listening to radio programs, it seems to me that attitudes are actually hardening. That attitudes are you know that certainly on the leave side, uh, the idea of a compromise is is genuinely the worst of all worlds. And of course, people mm-hmm. like Michael Fallon, allies of Theresa May, have said this is the worst of all worlds. I mean. It's, uh, um, it's, it's, uh, if I was her, I would be feeling very uh, unhappy at the prospect of getting up in the morning because you've got to basically push the rock uphill, another cliche, uh, and drag yourself around trying to plead for a compromise when it does seem that people are less amenable to compromise than ever before. The only th- the final thing, Labour seems to be a lot more sympathetic to the idea of a second referendum. Really, I don't understand, but Labour's really, you know, uh, if you want to see a party that's messed up worse than the Tories, then 
Labour's definitely, uh, you know, because. Do you think that is true? Do you oh think, God! Well, the political opportunism. Worse, more worse than the Tories. Well, you know, without me having any opinion on of this, course, course. The, the the opposition to the withdrawal bill is mm-hmm. complete political opportunism on Corbyn's part, because you could say the withdrawal bill doesn't foreshadow the final deal. Mm. Everyone, I think, agrees, apart from a few very strange people, that there's got to be a transition period. And this is one which <coughs> involves the minimum disruption. Sure. And the country seriously is not prepared for a cliff-edge Brexit or whatever. So, uh, you know, to, to vote through the withdrawal bill seems to me to be... Uh, something that maybe isn't ideal for everyone, but isn't far away from what Labour is already... It means we'll stay in institutions, Mm. whatever, that Labour wants us to stay within on a permanent basis. So it would be seen by Labour, it should be seen by Labour, as a good first step towards the very soft Brexit that they finally want. But for political reasons, and this is the trouble, what they've done is underlined the fact, they're almost like wearing a T-shirt saying, we are opportunist, (laughs) because they started off saying, we want a general election. And now they're beginning to say, actually, we want a referendum. Mm. Yeah? Could they not be more (laughs) blatant in... Uh, their opportunism, because like, people like Keir Starmer, left to himself, I would imagine, would have immediately said, we want this deal isn't satisfactory, so we want a second referendum. Yeah. But Corbyn said, this deal is terrible, we want a general election. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're basically the political classes which Brexit will hand power to, because we're going to get back control, and we're going to get back... But hang on, I thought we were taking back control. Well, no, but well, we'll be holding our representatives very firmly to account, as we always do. Mm. When we get the chance to vote, we vote for a really responsible politicians who don't play games with people's futures, they're all upstanding public servants, Wonderful. blah, blah, and, and we'll have the chance for these people to have even more influence over our lives, and I, for one, can't look forward enough to the day when these opportunists and uh, game players have more say over our lives. They're not bureaucrats. So, Mark, I have a question. Mm. Where does the DUP fit into this? Uh, Well, the DUP are are wanting their cake and eat it, but that's what they always do. We talked about them a bit last week, didn't we? Yeah, but I wonder where they fit into recent developments. Um, Well, they're they're now... Less relevant than they were, right. because there were so many Tory um, opponents of May, even Remainers who are opponents of May, that their what ten MPs are, are just engulfed by the general sound of anti-Mayism. But underneath it all, as we know, uh, they are making it more likely that we'll have a, um, a No Deal Brexit, at least. Their tactics, if other people don't exercise common sense, mm. their tactics make it more likely we'll have a no-deal Brexit, which, of course, will mean that there'll be a hard border between yes. the north and the south of Ireland. And then they'll probably blame Sinn Féin for it. Probably. Because it's all part of a deep-laid plot it's to generate structural. tensions, mm. which mean that, in the end, a united Ireland becomes more popular. However, if there is a different treatment for Northern Ireland and it can continue to trade freely with the South, that's a plot to make people more sympathetic to the idea of a united mm. Ireland. Underneath all this is clearly the fear that people in certain circumstances will become much warmer towards the idea of a united Ireland. And you know, this is it's a conspiracy to make people think more, more warmly towards the United Islands. It's as cunning as a fox. With, with, with a tail, no, uh, Baldrick, uh, it's so cunning that you could put a tail on it and call it a fox. 
We'll go with that one. Yeah. I think he says a couple of different... Uh... Well, he does, but who cares? Mm. So there we are. And in... in oh, my uh, ah, yes. book of the week is this newspaper, which I found in my office. It's Bianca, our friendly Roz, helped uh, me to unearth I'm in sorry, my you found office. something in your office. Yeah. And it's this newspaper from the Wednesday, the 19th of April, uh, 2017, the day that Mrs May... Uh, launched her bombshell that she wanted to call a general election and uh, I could quote from the this The headline and, is uh, May's Bolt from the Blue Well, exactly, but then the letters page is amazing It's uh, um, There are some that, that some articles say this is a gamble that might not work but there are others saying I look forward to the um, extinction of the Labour Party Thank you Mrs May, we now have a chance to destroy socialism forever <laughs> and general, should we say praise for Mrs May this is Mrs May's chance to become as dominant a figure as Mrs Thatcher is there a name to that? Uh, no that's the editorial oh right okay Yeah, but I mean the thing is you can quote this selectively and have a lot, lot of fun but it does you know kind of say Mrs May's doing the right thing because she wants a hard Brexit more power to her elbow smash the mm. naysayers but some incredible oh yeah there's one that says um, all Conservative MPs, this is a letters page, who continue to oppose the EU referendum results should be deselected by their local associations. And this is where you see the extremist mindset that the people who go on about the Corbynistas wanting to purge moderates from the party, well, here we have people <laughs> openly saying uh, we should purge moderates from our party. But it's not the Labour Party, so it's not newsworthy. It's the Conservative Party. Amazing. Incredible when forty-eight percent of the public, forty-eight point four, whatever, voted for the for that position instead of the Conservative Party reflecting different shades of opinion. It should be Voting completely for that extreme opinion. It, yeah, mm. purge anyone who isn't, uh, you know, isn't isn't a, a swivel-eyed. Anyway. Amazing. Well, that, that's it makes me. Ang- I'm getting angry now. I think, Mark, what we should do is get copies of that and put it online. Well, of this? Of that. Yeah, well, you know, it is certainly... It's a source of, of innocent entertainment. But there are, you know, there are good things in this as well. William Hague, the typically thoughtful. And there is a fantastic piece by Philip Johnson, which says that this is a, a gamble and it could backfire horribly. So Philip Johnson, take a bow, because, you know, um, where everyone else was saying this is going to be a walkover, hurrah, there were people in the Daily Telegraph who were sensible and balanced enough to see that it could definitely go wrong. newspapers are available. Oh, but this one, this one, because the Daily Mail isn't fun anymore. Oh, the final thing, because I said this in my lecture, um, Guido Fawkes, a, a fellow person who's on the internet, whatever, with ourselves, Guido Fawkes, his website, had a picture of the Daily Mail front page. Yesterday, the Daily Mail had an opinion poll, which they s- slanted, shall we say, mm-hmm. to, uh, <laughs> to, to, um, to give a picture of big support for Theresa May's deal. They doctored the figures no. a little bit. And Guido Fawkes says, how dare the Daily Mail do this kind of thing? What a bunch. And what's happened, of course, the editor has changed, and we've now got somebody yeah. who's a lot more pro-Mrs May than before. And the fact that the Daily Mail and the Daily Express were doing this incessantly and anything to do with the EU for you know decades seems mm. to have escaped this particular blogger's notice very odd unbelievable you know odd. i mean what we do in this program we don't have any we do have uh, views on things but the thing we want to put down more, this kind it's not just hypocrisy it's taking for granted the ignorance of the readers of these things indeed it's shocking but anyway mark on that note we are out of time 
We are. So until next time, uh, you can fill your time by doing all the usual things. Go on. Well, um, like us, despise us, share us. Um, Comment on us, subscribe to us. Listen to on. previous episodes on... Yeah, on, on. Lots on YouTube, other things, aren't there? Spotify, Spotify iTunes, iTunes, and SoundCloud, something else, SoundCloud. Other platforms are available, I'm sure. Indeed. And, so, you until know, next time. Yeah, may the drum of justice go with you.